I V M. Hi listeners, we at Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund have come up with a special podcast series called MF 101 in collaboration with Bloomberg Quint. MF 101 is an informative series that will help you understand the recipe behind mutual fund investments. And what's more, it's coming from the chefs of the mutual fund buffet table, from the very own fund managers and analysts who are the manufacturers of the funds that help you realize your investment goals. Hi, I'm Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and in this episode, we are going to discover the recipe behind why inflation is important in debt funds. From our guest chef, Mr. Pranay Sena, fund manager at Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund. Pranay, welcome to the show. Tell us something about yourself, your introduction, how long you've been working uh, at the mutual fund. Sure. Uh, thanks for welcoming me uh, on this episode. So I've been in this market for around more than ten years. Uh, I joined in 2006 in ICICI Mutual Fund. I was an analyst there and a trader there. Uh, from there on, I moved on to Morgan Stanley Investment Management as a fund manager. Then I went to BNP Paribas as an interest rate and forex currency trader. I stayed there from 2010-2014, and in 2014 I joined Builder. Fantastic! So you know that long stint uh, on the debt fund side would have given you a lot of perspective. One thing that we hear a lot um, is that inflation makes a lot of difference to a debt fund manager. Can we just start with that? Because we're going to be talking a lot about inflation today. Why is inflation so important? So interest rate trajectory is broadly defined by the interplay of growth and inflation, and the things other things which arise from it, right? now on that basis itself uh, inflation would be very important because it's one of the two factors whatever has happened in last 5 uh, years is that uh, our rbi has given the mandate of inflation targeting so that has meant that uh, beyond growth inflation has become the paramount uh, driver for interest rates and as a debt fund manager our intention is to track the how the interest rates are going to behave and for that to happen we have to track how inflation is going to be and i'm giving a increasing order of importance what has happened in last policy that rbi has now come and said that it's tracking headline inflation only so that means that whatever importance which we were giving into inflation earlier has only uh, multiplied in whatever the rbi has said in last policy so that's a simple basic reason why we track inflation obsessively so much let's just explain the few basic 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 terms for our listeners right headline inflation cpi inflation wpi inflation probably food inflation and core inflation maybe you can just walk us through that so most of these things are self explanatory uh, cpi inflation would be uh, the inflation which a median person in the country would be uh, experiencing so there is a basket prepared uh, in which the weightage given to each item is what a median person in the country is experiencing it's not a gdp weight it's a median person weighted right mm. so uh, a median person won't be you and me it would be somewhere down the uh, slide down the food chain he would be have a 50% uh, expense on food and then say 10% on rent and so on and so forth so that's what cpi inflation is tracking how the prices affect the median person in the country sure. uh, wpi inflation is wholesale price inflation it's the factory gate inflation earlier when the data was not so robust wpi inflation was taken as a proxy for whatever the consumer experiencing but that's not the case uh, as we have uh, realized and hence it's a parameter still now but it's not the para- paramount parameter right now okay great let's get into two spec- so you know we'll structure this discussion in two parts okay one is that the current set of inflation data is seriously low okay so first i want to get into what are the key drivers behind this low inflation print and second i want to get into the stickiness of core inflation okay so let's start with the 
with with why inflation the current set of data is so low so the last print was 2.05% uh, just to give a perspective the lower print than this was 1.5% which we saw around 18 months back so from that perspective the current print is very low given that the target is from 2 to 6 the print is just coming near the lower end of the basket however uh, the thing is that Uh, even when we were tracking 1.5% inflation in june 2016 then also the food inflation part was around 2% minus 2% right now we are tracking 2.1 2.2 and our food inflation part is around 2.5 2.4% so last last print uh, food inflation was negative minus 2.6% last one was 2 minus 2.2% so as compared to the previous episode the food inflation is playing a much bigger much much bigger part right now and uh, broadly i can say that that is almost 90-95% explanation can be provided why inflation is low is due to food inflation. Okay. Let's get into this core inflation thing, right? What exactly is core inflation, you know, and what what explains the stickiness of this core inflation? So, core inflation is the part of the inflation which is non-volatile. So, you take out the food, hmm. right? And then you take out fuel, right? Fuel is governed by uh, the global crude oil prices. So, that, as we have seen, is prone to volatility, again food we have seen uh, has uh, attacks bouts of extreme volatility you see potato selling at 5 rupees and then you can see it selling at 30 rupees and it can happen in matter of 15 days right so that tends to have a, a, a amount of volatility which is uh, not very desirable but that's still part of a consumer basket and still part of the headline inflation yeah. so core inflation is a part which is most sticky part right uh, so you don't uh, the rate of change say just to give you a thing which will be more familiar to you around uh, 20 uh, 25% of the core inflation is housing inflation right wow. hr uh, so the your housing prices uh, right now is say increasing by 5% it used to increase by 10% uh, 3 4 years back hmm. however you won't see that uh, there would be much change right uh, most of the contracts would have say that uh, every year we have a four year contract with your, uh, your landlord and they would increase by 5% every year right mm-hmm. that's so that exp- explains the stickiness of the part it goes down slowly it goes up slowly okay so pranay there are two clear trends happening out here food inflation seems to be going a little bit volatile like you had just said core inflation on the other hand you know whether it's because of housing prices or whatever is the non food non fuel part seems to be a little bit more sticky so it looks like these two trends are going in different directions how do you see this this divergence playing out you know probably in the shorter and in the long term so uh, one important part is that uh, core inflation has really been sticky so just to give you a context uh, food inflation say two years back used to be 4 5% percent. Uh, now it's minus two percent, so there is a lot of volatility there. Uh, core inflation used to be four, four and a half percent, one, one and a half years back. Right now it's around five, quarter five, five point five percent. So actually it has gone up. So that's what you mean, I guess, by yeah. saying that it's divergent. Now what has happened is that uh, people have tried to explain uh, why core inflation has uh, remained sticky and most importantly why it has gone up. Now there are two main reasons uh, forwarded for it. Uh, one is that uh, there has been some issue with data. So for rural area, uh, what has happened is that the uh, data collection methodology has changed since September 2018. Mm-hmm. So that would mean that uh, there would be some issues uh, with the data right now, and so there might be uh, there is a chance that core inflation at 5.5 percent, which was the last print, might be overstated. Okay. So I would assume that around 40-50 basis point overstatedness of the core inflation might be there. and that would be only be get cleared uh, once uh, in 6 months or so right 
so that's one part of it and the second part is uh, a bit philosophical uh, in terms of uh, the stickiness of core inflation is that in a country uh, our food production is doing very well our manufacturing production is doing very well but there is a supply side issue in terms of uh, core inflation so just to give an example uh, our per capita gdp is rising the best, uh, highest in the world most probably in the big economies now uh, what happens is that the services uh, supply side issue cannot keep track with it right uh, just to give you example what is in the real world education health these are things uh, the supply side takes time to catch up and that is causing uh, the core inflation to remain sticky now that is a phenomena which has been observed in other emerging market countries also where core inflation has remained sticky particularly the health and education sector while other part of the inflation has come down so that's a much more structural view on core inflation okay let's wrap this up with the final question you know and actually the most important question which is what is your you know what's the structural view on inflation in india right now you know where we are going where we are right now i believe that the rbi has a stated target of 4% plus or minus 2% cpi right now is at 2% so where do you see this going what's your view on that so i will structure this uh, thing in two parts uh, first i will just tackle why food inflation is so low in india uh, that's very important uh, what has happened is that globally in last two decades one to two decades uh, food inflation has been very low now india has been exception from 2009-2014 so that means that the episode of 2009-2014 was most probably an aberration and uh, our food inflation is uh, will continue to remain low in line with what is happening globally mm. the second part is that uh, what has happened is that uh, in last decade or so uh, per capita availability of food grains and other horticulture product has increased mm. now from uh compared to decade two three decades previous when it was mostly static it has increased in last uh, decade or so that has happened due to two reason one that uh, food production has gone up and the second is that population growth hasn't been happening at the same rate it used to happen earlier mm. so that means that per capita availability is better and that has kept uh, food inflation low now uh, even then a negative food inflation is not Uh, something which yeah, how is do, how does that work right because it's a little bit hard to understand food inflation is negative 2% that, that does that mean that something that cost me 100 rupees last year is now 98 rupees yeah but uh, just anecdotally you would also observe right you are getting uh, potato at 15 rupees 20 rupees that what you would have been yeah, getting yeah yeah of course of course yeah so anecdotally it's happening now the thing is that negative food inflation is not sustainable right just as uh, 11 12 14% of food inflation is not sustainable minus 2 is not sustainable mm. so my would you would be that uh, uh, food uh, both the core and the food inflation will merge towards each other mm. now uh, the major part of this merger would be played by food inflation which has to go up so my view is that uh, core inflation which is right now trending between 5 5 and 1/2 uh, would trend something or between 4 4 and 1/2 4/2 most probably and food inflation will also trend towards it because uh, now the in food inflation there is a one philosophical point which is going to happen in next uh, year or so what has happened is that uh, due to government policies and due to as i said production reason mm. uh the food production has gone up food prices have gone down now that has hurt uh, the interest of the farmers and what has happened is that when such things happen the government takes courses to correct this because you cannot uh, let one part of the economy suffer so much mm. and they have started to do uh, things for it right last year they did the msp thing and this year they have announced 75000 crore for the farmer sure. in terms of so what these uh, uh changes in terms of trade would mean that the uh 
inflation uh, thing which was working in the favor of the buyer will not turn to working in the favor of the seller and that would mean that food inflation will mean revert to somewhere where core inflation would be so my sense is that uh, next year or so um, both of them should converge around for quarter four half kind of range folks that is a wrap on this episode for more such interesting know how continue listening to our podcast mf101 or simply follow the blog page of Aditya Billa Sun Life Mutual Fund, Bloomberg Quint, IVM Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any queries or some specific subject you want us to talk about with regards to mutual fund investment, reach out to us on our Twitter handle at the rate A-B-C-A-B-S-L-M-F. That's at the rate A-B-C-A-B-S-L-M-F. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. The views and opinions expressed herein are personal and do not necessarily reflect the views of Aditya Birla Sun Life AMC Limited that's ABSL AMC Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund the fund ABSL AMC the fund is not guaranteeing offering communicating any indicative yield or returns on investments Hey everybody we have a brand new podcast series by Bloomberg Quint called BQ Conversations which covers a range of topics like business strategies, latest trends in technology such as cybersecurity and artificial intelligence and also personal finance. Episodes are out on the IVM podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you wish you were smarter? Well, so do we. But the next best thing, we could make you sound smarter and to help you with this endeavor, we are simplified, Ooh. a podcast uh, that attempts to break down the complex world around you with a little knowledge, a lot of poor jokes and a ton of random trivia. Episodes out every Monday on the IVM podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. See ya. See ya.